Welcome to another episode of A Trucking Life of a Trucker. Maybe one of these days I will have a fancy intro with cool rock guitars and music going on. But it's up to you, the audience. If somebody wants to make me something like that, go ahead. You're more than welcome to. That'd be kind of cool. Update for April 29th, 2019. Man, what a fun trip. This was the one going to Shippensburg, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, Pencil, Pencil Neck, Pennsylvania. Sorry to anybody from Pennsylvania. I'm just joking. I'm not being serious. Got to leave Fort Wayne, drove the old US 30. And I think it got about almost to the end of Ohio, and it it turned into the old two-lane Lincoln Highway. Now, it was really cool seeing some of the stuff from Nomadic Fanatic's video when he did the the Lincoln Highway. Um, I did see a few things from the videos. I did see the big cow. I think it was a restaurant. I'm not quite sure. And... uh, yeah, it was about the only thing I recognized from the videos, but it was kind of cool. It was like, driving down that highway, I was like, Nomadic Fanatic was here. And for those of you who don't know, because I'm not sure what this audience is right now, because this thing's getting a lot of plays. So I'm not sure if it's my old audience, uh, mid-audience, or completely new audience, or co-workers from the group. So... Um, until I get some feedback, I really don't know where, where the plays are coming from and who's what. I do know some of the people in my group on my Discord channel have been chatting about it. and That, I know who those people are. And sometimes I get a comment or two on the, uh, the Rail Transport Drivers group on Facebook. So, yeah. But I'm a big fan of a YouTuber by the name... Nomadic fanatic. Some people don't really like the guy. <clears throat> they think he's all fake and he's just doing it to rip people off. But I really enjoy his videos. He's a he's a he's an, he lives in his RV right now. He he's a he's got a class A. So he he actually has a girlfriend now. And I can't remember what trip he's doing now. He hasn't set a theme for this recent one. But his last main big theme one was the Lincoln Highway. And it was just cool to be like, you know, driving down the same highway that Nomadic Fanatic was. As crazy as that sounds. As crazy as that sounds. Why do I keep losing my pen every time I come back? I put it in my pocket. I did. I did put it in my pocket. <clears throat> so that was kind of kind of surreal version of the trip. <clears throat> However, when I got to Pennsylvania, um, to uh, Pennsylvania, let's see if I can find this on the map again. But there was this spot. Let's see if this works. If I can switch apps and do this, um, it was near McConnellsburg. 
Pennsylvania, and it was there's a restaurant at the top of this mountain called the Mountain House. And it's kind of funny. The map even says here, truck stop, truck stop. Um, and it, it's not really a truck stop. What it was is a place where you pull over and there's a stop sign. Okay, stop at the side sign and it had a big sign giving you directions on how to get down this steep downgrade. And it was so steep, they set the speed limit for 20 miles an hour. Now, it said to put in the lowest possible gear. So what I did is I was in sixth gear, engine brake on, on three. I started to go down there. And it took me a while to kind of figure out how to play with this because as I was going, I was going really slow. And then I would gas it and get some speed and then I'd hit the brake to slow it down and then it would the engine brake would kick in and I'd slow way down. It would be like, like going from hit the 20 miles an hour mark, all of a sudden I'm back down to five. It was really ridiculous. But after going down a little bit, I kind of figured out how to play with it. Just leaving the gear um, and then put your engine brake down to one. That would give you a little bit more speed a little bit. And then as you wanted to bring it down, slow it down a little bit, bring it to two, slow it to three to bring it back down to 15 and then bring it back down to one. And you can kind of speed up a little bit to 20, bring it down to three, one. It kept playing this pattern back and forth. So I kind of really learned how to play that engine brake on a really steep downgrade. Um, I stayed in control the whole time. Uh, didn't have to use the brakes. Made it all the way to the bottom just fine. I was a slow moving turd, although the truck behind me, I got almost near the bottom and there's a truck behind me. He's just, you know, and it's starting to freak me out because I'm going down at a nice safe speed at the speed limit. Now, obviously, the guy didn't know if he was going to be a runaway truck or he's just, he's been through that. He could have been through that pass a hundred times and just knows how to do it. So that was kind of freaky. He's like, because I, I don't want to get rear-ended by somebody going barreling down this mountain, you know, because I'm playing it safe. I don't know what to expect of it. So that was kind of kind of scary, but kind of fun and adventurous. Um, got to learn how to do a really, really steep downgrade. Um, something like that. Yeah, it's something they, like, again, it's one of those things they don't teach you when you're in the CDL school. It's one of those situations, oh, I'm in it. Now I've got to figure it out. Now, looking on this one, had a place where you pulled over, had a big sign there kind of, Describing that where the turns at, how steep they were, and yeah, it's it really really helped. So now that I've done it, I kind of got a better idea of how to deal with hills, and I've been playing with it because in Pennsylvania is really the only place I play with the engine brake. Anywhere else is, you know, just a lower gear will slow her down. You know, good from ninth from tenth to ninth, and perfect for the little hills in Ohio and Indiana and Illinois. And Wisconsin, it just, there's nothing that steep. And then you start hitting Pennsylvania, New York, and everything. I, I don't even think New York is as bad as Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania's got some gnarly ones, which I hit later on. And then, as it, it kept taking me through this route because this particular route was trying to avoid tolls, so it stayed pretty much to the old part of Lincoln Highway, US 30. And I would be going through these little towns with such gnarly, gnarly turns. 
or I'm taking up the whole intersection to safely make it around some of these turns. Luckily, I am traveling at night, so there was nobody there. I couldn't imagine trying to do these turns with a bunch of traffic in there. Uh, you know, trying to get around people and people like trying to get around you. It just wouldn't work. The only time to go through these small towns is probably at night with those sharp turns because at least you got room. There's there's little to no traffic and you could safely maneuver these uh, these turns. And even some of them, they were just as the road turns. Like, for example, the road turned a little bit right, but instead of the road, you know, you know, curving like a normal road would, no, it just got a sharp corner there. Yeah, so... There was a little bit of, got close to some of them, a little tire rubbing there, so it was getting a little nervous. And only way, and that was going into the other lane, because I could kind of see this coming up. I'm like, well, nobody's coming, so I'm going to go into the other lane, even taking up all that other lane space still. Tight fit, tight fit. So, yeah, sometimes I think these routings, they just go by fastest, no toll, but they don't realize, even if they're truck routes, just, it's just, you shouldn't be there. <laughs> I'm serious. You just shouldn't be there. Um, kind of one of those things. I kind of look at it as um, I know rails policy is reduce the risk, but however, reduce the tolls, increase the risk. That makes sense. Hey, kitty, 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 kitty at the truck stop. That's the that's the, uh, that's the yard pussy. Truck stop pussy. I wonder if somebody's cat got out of the truck or if that's just a stray. But yeah, that's my uh, that's my two cents on the, the crazy turns going through small towns. It's just, yeah, if you can find another route, take it. That's not a toll, hopefully, but sometimes increase the risk to lower the toll. Yep. Oh, and let me insinuate something here. Pennsylvania, New York, over $3, $4, in some places $5, for a 16-ounce cup of coffee? What the hell is wrong with you? Seriously, what the hell is wrong with you? Coffee should not be that expensive. It's coffee. All right, charging $2 is extreme. A dollar is reasonable. What's gone wrong with the world that the cup of coffee is getting ridiculous? Is it because Starbucks came around causing now everyone else to raise their prices of coffee? No, I just, that's an insult to coffee drinkers. We want cheap, cheap coffee, please. And even the coffee that's three, $4, it still, it still tastes like fucking shit. Okay, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done on that one. I'm done. So there's my rant for the day. That was my Lincoln Highway experience for today. It was a lot of fun. Um, like I said, after going through a lot of these small towns and interesting turns, it's kind of it's kind of nice instead of dealing with the interstate sometimes because the interstate's just full of other truckers and it's busy up there and sometimes sometimes you get lucky these back highways at night you got it all to yourself all to yourself so with that I think I'm going to wrap up this day 
tomorrow's another day. I'm not going to torture you with an end like I did last time with all the, the swimming jokes. So, um, I don't know what I'm going to... I need a closer for this one. Um, all I know is that I think Ray Gibbs wants to be fondled by a man. Happy Leap Day to us. Happy Leap Day to us. Yep, uh, today is the Leap Day. It's a leap year. I didn't know that until I realized what the date was. So, Is it really? No, it's February. What am I thinking? Oh my God, I must be tired after the day I had today. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. Where do I start? Hmm. Let's just say, getting the day started, I'm already starting the day because you got to realize I'm running at night, so my, my day is like, uh, it's after midnight, so it's of that day, of, of the previous trip, of the previous day, but whatever. Anyways, I picked up my load. Um, that, uh, where was it? Uh, yeah, it was from York, Pennsylvania. York, Pennsylvania. So there's where, I guess, is that what? Any relation to New York? I don't know. I don't know. I guess I should Google these things. I didn't realize Pennsylvania had so much history to it until I was telling somebody, oh, I'm in Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah. It's, it's big history there. And I was like, oh, yeah. Isn't that where, I don't know, Philadelphia is? is that, I think it's Philadelphia. Where the uh, the uh, Liberty Bell's at. But I'm already on this load. Already about 120 miles from the customer. And there was no real... Um, cat. There, I, there probably was scales to scale the load. But there were no cat scales. But there was one in this town called... Let's see, what was this place called? Um, Easton, maybe? Easton? Is that the street name? No. Yeah, it's called Easton. Easton, um, I think it's New Jersey at this point. And it's about two miles away from the big, the big, big way station there in New Jersey in Bloomsbury. It's a big one. It's a big one, big facility. So I've got to get this load weighed, make sure my weight's balanced and everything's good to go. So I get off the exit, and I use my Rand McNally to find this cat scale, right? So I get off at the exit. Well, it turns out this, it's the scale, is on the left side. But there's this medium with trees in it, and no way over there. And so you start driving down this road trying to find a way to turn around, which is... Is it US-22? Yeah, US-22. So I start heading down here. And all this, all the, every time I see some place where you can turn, it says, no U-turns, no left turn, construction here. And what happens? You will never guess what happened. All of a sudden, I hit, um, is it? A, yeah, there's a river with a bridge. And... 
it's a toll bridge. So my streak of trying to avoid tolls and accidentally hitting a toll. Uh-oh, I hit a toll. Oops. So I go across the bridge, and I think it's taking me down. What highway is this one? This one got a number on it. Yeah, it starts taking me down US 22 towards the towards the west. Now I'm going the opposite direction. I'm really lost. So finally, I'm trying to get my Grand McNally to snap out of it because it's, it's freaking out. And I said, well, screw it. I got to get myself situated and fixed here. So I ended up taking Pennsylvania 33 north all the way up to I-80 to get get on I-80 and eventually work my way back on route. At that point, I'm so far off route. I'm, you know, I've screwed everything up. Went through a, a small town again and there was this hill in this small town. And this is the first time it was really steep. And the speed limit, of course, in the town was 25 miles an hour. And this hill is so steep the truck stopped. Um, I had to put in my clutch because there's just the truck had no power. I think I was down to at least six gear on that. I'm like, oh boy, I'm, I don't, how am I going to do this? And I'm almost to the top too when it did this. So I put that sucker down into first gear, and then it climbed over that last little bit there. Oh man, I'm trying to look at the map here as I'm describing this and figure out where that was at, what little town that was in. Uh, it was just before I got to 80. Um, is it called? Must have been in Sound Twin? No, Strongsburg. 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 To try to get back on my route. Where was I headed on this one? I was heading up to Wilton, New York. So after that little adventure, finally get back to my 80 and finally hit 287, which, believe it or not, um, was it? That one back on the route? I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, I think that's how I lead leaded myself back up to yeah, back up to eighty-seven to get myself back on the route. And to get me up there. Yeah, that's what I did. So unintentional. Um way out of my route. So be careful. Sometimes when you get off an exit, even if you got a GPS, this is one of those situations where the GPS doesn't really understand the situation it's in. What it should have done for when it routed me to this particular um, weighing area, what it should have done is taken me down. I'm looking at the map here as I'm doing this. I can't find that spot. <laughs> um, so we're 76 here. Um, 276, 70. Uh, I can't find that spot. Oh, it's by the river here, right? By the river, 22, there it is. What it should have done is having me get off um, about, where's that 33? Yeah, it should have had me get off of 76 at 33, go north on 33 until I got to 22, then had me go east on 22, and that would have led me to the... Um, right the side I should have been on to hit that cat scale and then I could have jumped back on 78 
So that would have been one of those situations where I don't think it knew that maybe the medium didn't exist then, or I don't know, it's just in the mapping they thought, you know, there'd be a turn lane there or something. But no, it didn't work that way. So that was, that was interesting to get myself out of that pickle. So then I go ahead, finally uh, get this load up into uh, Moulton, New York. I get to the get to the customer, smooth, just a simple drop and hook, and I head on to my next customer, which was back in Albany. Albany is how I say it. Albany, New York. Um, well, north of north there of Albany, New York. And I get to this customer, and as I'm getting there, I'm supposed to turn down this one road to get to get to it. However, they were doing some construction, and the turning lane was out of order. So I had to go like two blocks down to another turn. And oh my God, this was one of those turns that I've never seen before. And now that I've done it, I know next time I'll do it better because kind of like the other one if you're looking at a clock i'm coming up 12 o'clock you know heading up towards 12 o'clock from six o'clock however the turn turns down and goes to seven o'clock so here i am coming up six o'clock i got to turn down seven o'clock but the intersection really wasn't that big um, although it did have a turning lane and a main lane what i should have done is a backwards button hook on this one kind of get into my turning lane go over into the main lane take as much into the intersection as i possibly could and i probably would have been able to make this one i mean i mean i still made it but however when i was making the turn the way i did i kind of turned a little bit normal my trailer started to want to go into you know the other lane which had traffic in it and there's this one guy he wants to make his right turn so bad he just keeps moving forward everyone else stayed back but he just kept moving forward and honking and he's making the situation worse because as he's moving forward you know i my trailer i'm trying to get my trailer turned in there and he, you know that gap is closing in eventually he just got he started honking and he went up onto the sidewalk and just turned and made, made his right turn but he should have just stayed back because he had a red light there anyways he just should have stayed back and he wouldn't have made a situation worse. He, you know, he wouldn't have been in my way. But because he kept going forward trying to make that turn, he just try, he kept, you know, was almost going to wedge himself in there into my uh, tandem. So, and everyone else is just sitting back looking at this guy like, uh, yeah, are you going to hit him? No, I just, eventually I just stopped and let him kind of do his thing, let him honk and <clears throat> do his right turn and get the hell out of my way. The best way to handle that situation. But, you know, his judgment was he was going to make his right turn. And I don't think he realized that because of my length, you know, that I needed that room that he was going into to make finish my turn. That's why sometimes if you notice when you get to some turns, I've noticed, especially in these towns, the white line for a light will be way further back. I notice this a lot when I'm going through the small towns on those highways that the white line is way further back than it normally is. It's not up by the light or by the crosswalk or anything. It's way back there. And that allows trucks to make the turn, especially when they're making the left. Uh, it's just common sense, and some people don't 
don't pay attention to that line. They just want to get that right turn in there, and then they don't realize that they're in the way of the truck that's turning there, and they need that they need that space. And the, the way the lines are lined up on the road is for that space for them to have it. So sometimes, you know, there's always the driver just probably doesn't even realize that that why that line's there. He just wants to get and get him to his right turn, and not realizing, oh, there's a truck turning left here. Oh, maybe I should stay back here. You know, some people. My favorite is still when they back up. Um, and then you got your, you over, you know, you got plenty of room, but you, all of a sudden you're still doing it and they're, they're just backing up and you don't even touch the lines or go over any lines. You just do it perfectly. And then they're like still backing up and they're freaking out. It's still fun. It usually always on, on the, on the left turns, um, makes people nervous, I think. So I get the, get to the customer's parking lot after making that turn. And right as his gate opens, the gate into his yard, he has this big pothole. And it's one of those potholes as I'm trying to drive through it slowly, and I can hear the front bumper. I'm like, ah. Oh. And it's one of those, it's no avoiding it, because in order to get into the yard, you got to go through this thing. So I, this some customers, I wonder if I have to complain about that and say, hey, this particular customer has a big pothole as you enter his gate. Um... It should let them know to fix it, you know, because it's not good on the trucks or the equipment, you know. So that was kind of a rough morning. I got lost. I ended up going through some small towns. A hill about kicked my butt. A turn kicked my butt and a big pothole at the customer. So I'm like, oh, just get this trailer. Let's get out of here. And then I'll look at the routing and I'm just saying, where is this? Where is this going to lead me next? And I'm like, oh, it's going to take me down I-90 the whole way. All the way to... Saybrook, Saybrook, Ohio. And I'm like, oh, that's a toll road, but they're taking me down. I'm going to take it. And oh my God, it was a treat. After all the beginning of the week, taking the back highways, little towns, crazy turns, this back, this, this I-90 was a godsend. And heading west, it was like just as the sun set over the river to the right, uh, um, the right side. I wonder what river that was. I wonder if the GPS will tell me what river that was. Over on I-90. I-90, there you are. What river were you? It was green. Everything's green. I don't think this GPS is going to show me a river name, is it? Erie Canal... It's the canal, huh? Look at Google real quick. Now, now I'm really curious to know what this river was. But the sun was shining just right on the sunset. It was a beautiful drive. It really, after the day I was having, it was like, ah, oh, what a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful drive next to this beautiful river, Mohawk River. Mohawk River is the name of it. It was like, oh, finally, finally something nice. Then I almost get about halfway through uh, the the state of New York. And I have this one guy in front of me, and I'm having a really tough time keeping my following distance. He keeps slowing down from like 55 down to 35. He's just 
his speed is so inconsistent. I'm like, all right, we're going to pass this guy. Get him out. Get out of the way. So I start to pass him. And just about as I was getting to the point where his back end is to mine, he all of a sudden swerves and almost comes into my lane. He goes halfway into it. Almost damn near hitting me in the front. I'm like, what the hell? So I back off. And then I started to notice what he was doing. He's swaying over into the uh, the shoulder. And he's speeding up and slowing down again. I'm like, okay, we're well, time to back off. This dude is fucking loaded. He is drunk off his ass. Luckily, because I was in the passing lane, another truck was fed up with me slowing down because I wasn't going to pass it at this point. I'm like, no, I'm not past this guy. Um, this truck goes and gets behind him. And basically, he did me a favor because he... he he had to deal with being behind him and I was able to get behind him. I just slowed it down to about 50 for, you know, about three, four miles, let them get as far up there as they could. And I never saw him again, but still that was scary. That dude, um, almost became truck meat and hopefully the dude got off the road or got pulled over, get him off the road. He, that he was so drunk. He was unsafe. So unsafe. So I get to Erie, Pennsylvania, do my uh, fuel stop, which was at a TA. Searched around the TA because then my clock's down to 45 minutes. I figured I kind of planned it. I was like, oh, right, this would be a perfect place to stay the night. But one thing I'm starting to notice because of how my schedule is, I've been starting at like in the afternoon, like 2 in the afternoon, and now I'm ending at 2, 3 at night in the morning. Well, not night, morning. This sucks, especially for finding parking. I'm sitting here and nothing at the TA, nothing. It's maxed out. So I'm like, oh boy, am I going to be on the on-ramp tonight? Because the, the night before, uh, was that a, where did I park on that night? I guess, what did I, I don't remember. I think, oh yeah, that's right. It was at a, a regular rest stop. I just got lucky. I drove down there. The rest stop was full. And I found the one spot that just had my name on it. So I said, all right, well, down the road, about 10 more miles, there was a pilot. I kept telling myself, I, it doesn't matter. My clock's, you know, because after searching for it, my clock's getting down to like 20 minutes. It's like, it doesn't matter. Um, when I get to this pilot, it doesn't matter. I'm stuck there. There's nothing I can do. <clears throat> so I said, said to myself in my head, there's going to be a spot with my name on it. And sure enough, I get there, and there's one spot and three trucks behind me. So what do I do? I nose park it. Because the way the slot was, it was right in my line of sight. I'm like, I can't really spend time to go turn around <clears throat> and risk somebody else doing what I just did. And I just drove right in it. I nose parked into that parking spot and you know what i looked at the situation going this will be interesting to get out of in the morning yeah oh check this out right next to this flying j there's an abandoned house here an abandoned house uh, so lock the doors tonight lock the doors tonight so I'm not liking this uh, late parking thing. It's very stressful. I don't know if I'm going to find anything. 
We'll see what happens tomorrow. I gotta get my clock back to where it was because I prefer to start it. I'm ending where I normally start the day, so that way, you know, I end the day about, you know, before 5 p.m., so that way there's plenty of parking. I get to pick and choose. It's not slim pickings. I don't have to nosedive into a slot like I did tonight. But I got it. I'm here. And the other truckers are probably like, dang it, he took it. So, finally, after like three days, finally got the shower. Mm, finally got the shower. Oh, and this is funny. I go in to get my shower. And the lady, I said, there's enough points on here to get a free shower? She's like, is your truck parked in the lot? Yeah. Okay. I've never, it's... I don't get it. Why Why? Why do sometimes people park a block away or something and come and get a free shower there? I don't know. That was really weird. Are they looking for van lifers or RVers? I don't know. I've never been asked that question when asking for a shower. Is your truck parked here? Well, yeah. <sighs> but, yeah, this late night parking, it's bullshit, man. It's bullshit. It's bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Ah. <sighs> This is going to be a pattern for my week until I see how I start the next week. My old schedule back. I don't like this <clears throat> ending so late. Stressful. Stressful. Ah. Uh, well, I'm going to end this day. And I got What am I going to end it on? What? What note am I going to end it on? Ah. Uh, Timothy Hall is actually all. Um, Work in Massachusetts, uh, Massachusetts, TAs, and is a lot lizard. Don't buy it. He he's he's not he doesn't have his own truck and doesn't have a local job. He's his local job is a lot lizard. Today is May May first, right? No, don't check on that. No, May second. Oh, no, it, it, this is the... Oh, my God. The way my days are ending, I'm so screwed up. Yeah, update for May 1st, even though it's May 2nd, because I'm ending my days at 2 a.m. in the morning. Yeah, It's screwing me up, man. It's screwing me up. Yeah, I'm here. Probably in a spot I shouldn't be parked. But I got myself stuck here, so now I'm stuck here till somebody moves. I'll explain it here in a bit. Let me, let me go ahead and... Start with uh, how I got out of that other spot. So I get ready to leave that J, and all of a sudden it decides to get really busy. We're talking so busy, trucks are not moving. Um, about 10, 10 minutes before I got to start my pre trip, I'm thinking, oh no, how am I going to get backed up out of here? Even if I was facing the right way, how would I get out of here? Because it got really busy. Well, after everyone's honking and beeping at each other and trying to get out of each other's way, they finally, it, it clears up. And I'm, I'm doing my pre-trip, and during my pre-trip, a guy comes up in the slot next to me, because it's a little emptier now, you know, there's a lot more slots now. And the slot better pulls up in there, and he's, his tarp's all flapped and all over the place. It's definitely falling out. And as I'm doing my pre-trip, he, he, he says... Hey, can you give me a hand? Can you help me strap this down? Because he was putting some tie downs on his on his on his tarp on his load. So I got to help a guy uh, tie down his flatbed uh, a little bit there. It's kind of interesting. 
I don't think I would want to have to deal with that if I was doing flatbed. Having to go fix tarps whenever they blow off or, you know, with the tie downs and, yeah. Just lash the doors closed and head on out. Although at least with a flatbed, you probably don't have to sweep them. You just drive down the road empty. Problem solved. <laughs> Which is about that customer today. <laughs> I gotta write that down. Uh, because, uh, yeah, about sweeping. It's, it, it's funny. Even they have another guy who thought it was funny too. So, yeah, got out of there just as I was finishing up. Pre trip done, helped that guy out. Everything cleared out. It's just like all that busyness disappeared. So, backed right onto my spot. Pulled on out of the out of the truck stop. No biggie. Not a big deal. Especially if you do it late. There's plenty of room in the morning. As long as it's not busy, I just don't know what happened with at the time there. It was about noon. Maybe all the truckers went to lunch at the same time. I don't know. Or that they were having a special on diesel. <laughs> to make it so busy. So, let's see. Where did I... I'm trying to remember where I left off. Oh, dropping this in Saybrook, Ohio. And this one, yeah, this one, this one was a live load, and this was a different kind of live load. Um, they were definitely on top safety. I went into the to go check in, and noticed they had pictures all over the the uh, check in area of like forklifts that have fallen out of the back of the trucks, or and there's a news article about someone, one of the uh, <clears throat> forklift guys, got pinned between the he was out, you know, in a in a dock. And a truck driver backed right into him and was like, holy cow. And so because of all these this bad things that hap- happened at this particular um, customer, they had a, th- a rule. You had to back in your truck, chalk all your wheels, go into the truck, make sure your brakes are on, turn off the truck, come inside, and you have to give them your key to your truck. And sit there in this little room that they put you in. At least it had a bathroom. But I was like, wow, okay. It takes one person to ruin it. Well, multiple, at this particular place, multiple people to ruin it. They don't want you even near the truck. They don't want you to have keys to the truck. And they want to put you in this little room. They don't lock you in there. But they put you in a room so you can't get in that truck until they're done. That's what you call over-the-top safety. I mean, I can understand it because they had damage and one one person died over these things, but I guess they can't trust you enough to wait for the... Because they have the lights, you know, the green light, red light, but some people, I guess they just <clears throat> ignore the ignore the lights. So, yeah, it's sad what happened, but, you know, I was planning on sitting there, getting my pre-trip ready for my next load... Scan my documents in, which I still got to do from the previous day, because I was so tired last night. I just said, "Screw it, I'm going to bed." And I got that message saying, "Oh, we need your documents." And even then, tonight I'm still tired. I'm, I'll do it in the morning. I'll get up early in the morning because I'm probably gonna have to move from where I'm at right now as soon as it's available. And spots will start opening up here, man. It's not even moving so much here. The fuel islands. The same trucks have been on those fuel islands as I've been here. That's how cactus places um 
And as I was leaving this customer <clears throat> with over-the-top safety, they had a mud puddle that had geese in it. Hmm. There you go. So, the geese thought it was a pond, but it was a mud puddle. So where did I go to pick up this next load? Oh, yeah, oh yeah, that's right. I had to go all the way back into New York. Did I write this down? Because my notebook... I finished it. Now I'm starting to go backwards, and I'm kind of like, I didn't write the town on there, but it was just a little bit past the Buffalo, New York. Yeah, I didn't write it down, um, and I'd have to look it up, and I don't want to. I'm tired, but trust me, it was a little bit east of Buffalo, New York, um, and this place was really, really neat. You go to check in, and they actually had a a trailer clean-out area. Now, not many places are that nice. So, I, I sweep out my trailer. And this is the yeah part I was talking about. Yeah, about cleaning out. So, I sweep out my trailer, get it all nice and clean. And the lady finally comes back and says, Oh, you left a big pile of dirt in there. On the right side. I'm like, What? So I go back to the trailer. I look at it, and there's yeah, there was this one little spot. It wasn't a pile; it was just a little spot where the broom must not have hit it, and it was just like a little dust there. All they had to do was sweep, 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 and push it out the back. And I go back, and there's said, "Did you get that pile of dirt out of there?" And at this time, there's another guy in there. I go, "Oh, you mean the little bit of dust that was in there?" Go, no, the pile. Yeah, I cleaned the pile. Just fine. I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna argue it. And the other guy is looking at me. He's laughing because he thought it was funny too. Because he got. It, he was like, yeah. Because he had to go back to do something in his trailer too after he cleaned his. They were definitely being picky about the trailer clean out there. But hey, at least they let you do that there. They had an area there. They had the brooms. They had the dust pans. They had everything there for you. It was really, really convenient. But. As I'm picking up and dropping hooking this load, it starts raining. And this sets the present for the rest of the night. It rained almost until about, yeah, about 10 miles until I got here to this um, um, service service area in Ohio. It's just, it's the one past Toledo um, going westbound. The first one after Toledo. So that probably explains why this is so packed. But unfortunately, my clock was down to like 30 minutes. And it's like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm stuck here because the next one's 58 miles away. And I don't feel like looking for a truck stop because it's going to be the same scenario. But it's so packed. I'm in the section where it says bus only. And next to me is a sign saying bus only subject to fines. Well, there's already three other trucks in here and the way they're kind of pecked in here I kind of just kind of I was kind of go around and just kind of look and I got myself stuck in here now the people in front of me they've got to move so I can get out of here but they should have been here maybe hours before I was so they'll move before I have to move and what I'll do is kind of keep an eye on things heck there's another truck sneaking in the same spot over here there's still some room in here. And like I said, the fuel islands, there's trucks in there. They haven't even moved since I've been here. 
shows you how busy this place is. And there's, I think, I think it's getting to that point where people are just parking in the main way because they just, you know, they're out of time. They got a place to park, and yeah, they're still pouring in here. They're just getting packed in here like sardines. Yeah, cause so I'll, I'll kind of keep my eye out because I definitely want to get out of the spot because I don't want to get a parking ticket. Uh, probably not going to worry about it because, like I said, there's others here right now. There's trucks everywhere in the fuel islands. It's, it's a mess. So as soon as I, this guy moves, it'll be morning. A lot of this will clear out. And I can kind of crawl over to another spot. That's more legit when the time comes. But one nice thing about this spot, I'm just... Uh, I'm right next to the sidewalk here. I walk right in, go to the restroom. I don't have to go across the parking lot or none of that fun stuff. Yeah. But I don't like the situation. I'd rather be in a spot that, you know, if somebody could come knock, say, you got to move. Well, I can't move. I'm stuck in here and I'm, I can't, can't drive, man. I'm out of time. I'm out of freaking time. So, yeah, another night of fuck parking. Damn it, I want my old schedule back. This sucks. So, yeah, the drive up here, all rain, all rain. So, trucks are just spraying at my face, you know. Not fun. And sometimes it gets hard to see, even with the windshield wipers on full blast. Especially you get two or three, you got one one in front of you, and then one passing you, and another one in the other third lane just shooting it more. It's just like, holy crap. It's like a damn hurricane in your face. But yeah, that was that was today's day. Mostly, a lot, like I said, a lot of driving, a lot of driving in the rain. And tomorrow is going to be about the same thing because this load's going a long way. And the hell's it going somewhere? And uh, I look at my workflow here. Huh? Yeah, I got to stop for a fuel stop in Gary, Davenport, Iowa. First time having a trip go um, a load going to Iowa. This entire trip is like 700, 700, 766 miles. I've had a lot of runs this week. My first load of the week was 649, then 411, then 501, 766. And I would think hopefully the load, because this one's going to be late tomorrow. I still have eight hours left to drive. So this is going to be there about 2008, 8 p.m. tomorrow. That's Thursday, payday, exchange day. I gotta go pay, pay my credit card from getting this phone. I've kind of listened back to the audio quality, and I'm actually really impressed with the built-in microphone on this phone compared to my old one. It's like really clear. It's not compressed, and it's it's different. It actually sounds good. So I don't have to dig out that other little microphone. I can just hold the hold the phone in my hand and talk to it. So one less thing to have to deal with. Ah, I'd pay this off a little bit. And maybe then by tomorrow, I might have a better look to see how the home situation is going to work because I am burning through my 70. I already have um, 21 hours left on my 70. Yeah. And if I burn eight of it tomorrow, well, yeah, it's getting close. So I got to get get to know what my home load is. So I don't, not sitting in Gary, Fairy Gary, you know, where the fairies hang out, which I'm thinking I'm starting to figure out who the fairies are in the real drivers group on Facebook. 
Oh, man. So I'm going to get some sleep. Hopefully I can get up early. Do my paperwork stuff. I don't have to worry about pre-tripping because I don't have a pre-trip. And this is going to burn up most of my time tomorrow anyways. For this load. Because I think this one's live loaded when I get there. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is dropping out. So that should be pretty easy. So I might figure be picking up something in that area. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go snooze because it's this time it is 3:21, and I've been sitting here for a while doing things. I got eight hours and 33 left in my 10. But I also got to keep an eye out for when this truck next to me moves, so I can move. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So I guess I'll update you tomorrow. See how I get on my parking situation. <laughs> we'll see what I got tomorrow for a parking situation. I'm half tempted to just uh, parking allowed at this next customer inbox pre-plan. No, dang it. Oh, I was going to say, drop and hook this tomorrow and just say, screw it, I'm sleeping here at 8, 8 o'clock and try to line this clock back up and get it back to where it was. I was tempted to do that today. Because the customer I picked this up from did allow overnight parking and I was I was half tempted to just say, you know what? I want to end my day. It's about 3 p.m. If I end my day now, then I could start at a normal my normal time. I probably could have made the whole run too. Would have gotten up there, but then I would have been stuck looking for parking after that. Because I hate, you know, getting to the customer at the end of the day and then worried if it's going to take too long dropping a hook in, or if there's going to be an issue, or they're going to take a while to live unload you. I like it better in the middle of the shift. Okay, I've got to end it. This one's going on 15 minutes. I'm racking up the time. This is going to be another long podcast. Another long podcast. And, uh, I'll talk to you tomorrow. I'm going to go, uh, probably have weird dreams about, um, Timothy and Ray, you know, getting down on each other. The update for May 2nd, 2019. Mm, just listen to my voice. Mm. Today, it, the trip was fine, but however, uh, I'm a sick puppy. Uh, today was rough. Uh, so try to remember oh yeah yesterday uh i was parking that bus parking as soon as finally some room opened up and the truck got out of my way that i got myself stuck behind and noticed there was some um other parking opened up about six in the morning i went ahead and kind of crawl limped limped the trunk limped the truck over to a parking spot 
right next to another rail truck. And then I went in the bathroom, came back. And that was when I started to realize, oh, I'm feeling a little off. My throat was sore and <coughs> coughing. Right now, my nose is plugged up. I don't know if I feel any better than I did this morning, but it seems like the sore throat's gone down. I, I doubled down on my vitamins. Um, I, I have been kind of slack in the last couple of weeks. I normally always take my supplement vitamins, you know, it's the Centrum it's called. It's got a little bit of everything, the chewables. And I must have picked up something in New York. So I've been, hopefully, yeah. when I uh, drove, it was also rained all day today. All fucking day. Uh, as soon as I got out of that truck stop, it was night. It wasn't raining when I left there. It left the truck, you know, truck stop. It didn't rain while I was there. And then, oh, well, not truck stop, the rest area. Well, I guess it's the same thing. Right, so got on down the road, started raining, rained all the way to Gary. Um, got to Gary, and that was just a fuel stop. I was actually debating, and now I'm actually kicking my butt that I didn't. Is getting a hold of my fleet manager and saying, Hey, I'm not feeling too hot, can I just relay this load here and uh, get some rest? Uh, you know, maybe go home early for a home time. Because now, where I'm sitting, which I'll get to in a bit, is my 70 is going to fuck me. My 70 is going to bend me the fuck over and butt fuck me hard. Oh. So I said, well, I'll toughen it up. I'll finish. I'll get this load. Because one nice thing about this week, the miles have been awesome. Really good miles. i got to add them up. All of them have been, yeah, uh, I'm well almost, I'm almost over, yeah, well, I'm easily over 2,000 on this week. Over 2,000, oh my goodness, more like 2,500-ish maybe? Yeah, 1,000, there's 1,000 there, 2,000 there, almost like, no, 2,000, almost 2,766. I'm And that's, and there's still a little extra there, I'm just kind of looking at the, the basic numbers of what I did. Wow, big week. I no wonder my my seventies hurting. Normally, I got plenty on there. By the time I go home, my home time by Friday or Saturday, and it's it's Thursday, and it's starting to fuck me. Um, uh, so we took our last load, which was going to Davenport. So I got to Davenport, Iowa, and I feel so bad um, for all those people. Um, that that was shocking driving up I two eighty and seeing just all those people's homes. They're just flooded, and water everywhere. Uh, I think I seventy four or seventy five one one of the I seventies. Yeah, I can't even think straight right now. My head's all plugged up. Was completely uh, underwater and was closed. So I'm getting off the exit to go to my customer off of Iowa 28. And I noticed a sign saying, oh, the road's closed due to water. 
However, the road wasn't closed. Maybe it was closed further down, but luckily my customer must have been before that. And this customer, oh my goodness, it was a huge, it was almost like quarter of the town here. Um, the uh, truck GPS sent me to the drop yard, but that's where you get your empties. And then I asked the uh, uh, the yard dog there, I'm like, hey, where do I go? I'm kind of lost. He's like, oh, you got to go three blocks this way and go to the guard shack over here by this bunch of trailers. I was showing them my, my Google Maps with the satellite view. It's okay. So I go running over there. And this little town has tight, tight turns, you know, and a small street. So, but, uh, you know, I'm just starting to get used to it. It's like part of it. It's like, all right. Your your the drive between the customers interstate. If it doesn't take any back highway or back towns, easy stuff. Um, it's when you get to the customer um, that things get interesting. But as I keep doing this, I'm sure as I get the repeats, uh, you know, I, I'm getting an idea how the, how everything works, especially like with this customer. So I do go to that guard shack, and then he says, "Oh no no no, you need to go back one more block." And go to that guard shack, and that's where you're gonna drop your trailer. Oh, really? All right, here we go, driving to town again. <laughs> I probably look silly now. I'm uh, driving around the town. You know, this truck's going back and forth, up and down streets. And each one of these streets, they're like dead end to. There's like this main street, and then there's three streets where this facility is at, and each one leads to a different part of the facility. So I had to go down the middle one and go down the middle one. All right. Yep. Got the right gate. However, he says, now you're going to have to make a U-turn inside of this yard and get out of here and then go down this street and go into the big yard down there and drop a train. Oh my God. Are you serious? So I go there, finally drop the trailer. At least now I know where the empty is. I actually, I went through this and I already knew I had my empty picked out. Went and grabbed my empty. And when I grabbed my empty, I looked at the uh, the next uh, pre-plan. The next trip. Oh, why is my pen dead? And I'm like, and I didn't really, it didn't hit me right away. I was like, oh, this would be perfect. Because I go, I'm, I go over here to Des Moines, Iowa. I had just enough time on my clock for the day to get here, and the customer allows overnight parking. That's where I'm at now. So tonight, I didn't have to sit there and hunt for parking or park anywhere weird. I just came to the customer, dropped my trailer. Um, I hooked up the other trailer, and they gave the paperwork was in the trailer, so it was very easy. I just have to sign. I already signed the bill of lading. I'm just going to drop it in some mailbox around here, which i got to go find here in a bit. I say to make sure I do that before I go to go to sleep. So it was kind of nice. Didn't have to hunt for parking. I'm all hooked up, ready to go. So in the morning, I just go. Now, however, if I had time on my 70 and, you know, had a normal 14-hour day with uh, 11 hours driving, I can get this to Gary within that time, pick up my next load and relay out of Gary and make it home. Well, here's the kicker. I, uh, didn't notice it right away. I probably should have before I accepted this load, huh? 
I didn't really accept that it doesn't automatically anyways. Or, you know, I could have called um, when I was back at the other customer and said, hey, uh, this isn't going to work to get me home. I have eight hours and 56 minutes on my 70. So I have enough time to get from here to Gary. GPS says it's about a six-hour drive. But we're going to add Chicago in there, so six. We're just going to say it's going to be eight, and the other 56 minutes will be dropping and relaying and finish this load. So, guess where I'd probably be sitting for the weekend? Well, I already, I can't say probably because I already know I am. There's just no time. No time. So, I already know it. Stuck in Gary. I'm sick. I don't want to deal with this. But I guess the good thing is I can get my laundry done. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, get some shopping. But I won't see the wife, and I won't see the dog, and I won't have any beer. Fuck. <coughs> and I wanted it, too, especially after this week. And my wife lets me say, so, oh, because we didn't get our Montana state you know, tax returns back yet. She says, oh, they sent us a letter. They need a, me to scan and email them my ID. Of course. Can't do that because I need her ID, I need my ID, and they also want a piece of mail for a new residence. Uh, which isn't even really our residence. Oh, it's just a place we have the mail going. But yeah, so I can't finish that. And there's about $300 there on hold now until I get home to take care of it. Uh, so I can just, yeah. I'm just not feeling good, guys. Hoping I'll feel better tomorrow. I, I, like I said, I doubled up on vitamins today. I just ate. I had some chili with some hot sauce. Some mashed potatoes. The instant ones, you know, you just boil water and add it to it. Um, I saw something really cool at one of the truck stops, and I'm, I'm thinking about getting it. It's a frying pan, but it plugs into a DC cigarette lighter outlet. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Um... And I wouldn't have to have to deal with anything that has an open flame on it. Be all electric. But I want it DC electric because I don't want to have to go and do like a huge inverter and something that's power hog. I just want basic DC DC gear. And a little um, pan would work. Uh, I wonder if they make a pop version of it. I'd also like to find one for... A little DC uh, cigarette lighter plug-in uh, coffee maker. I think I've seen those somewhere, but yeah, I'm trying to try to change things up here. That was another thing I wanted to do this weekend too: was maybe get some camping. Out the weather was nice. Watch, watch the weather be nice. My wife would be like, "Oh yeah, the weather's been beautiful." Yeah, yeah, beautiful. However, like uh, what happened before, because I won't be going home. It just means I get a longer weekend next weekend if I get home. I'll take it. I'll take it. Oh. So I was just sitting here eating some dinner, watching some YouTube, and uh, the truck driver, Sassnack. Yes, I'm talking to you about you, dude, if you ever hear about this. I told him about the podcast on the uh, in the comments, but whether or not he ever reads them or he's going to see it, I don't know. But he wants to do like kind of like what I'm doing, but with the audio. He wants to do it in a video form. And I just kind of threw it out there and says, hey, if he wants to test it out, but... You know, if, if video doesn't work and it's too much work, there's always Anchor. It's easy to do. You could do it in the morning. 
I never thought of doing it in the morning before I left, but I kind of like the end of the day. It gives me something to talk, you know. It, it, it's allowing me to talk and discuss about the day. Like today, like I said, everything went everything went smoothly as far as the trucking part of it. Everything went smoothly. It's just, I feel like shit. Oh. And the and the floods that was really that was really sad, and uh, yeah, feel sorry for those people in their homes. Hopefully, my delivery will give their pets some uh, some happiness and keep them happy. Everyone's okay. It was just it was just eye opening, and when you drive somebody something like that, and you're just on the side of the interstate, and water's almost coming up to the interstate, and you look over there, and you just see people's homes just. Looks like they're floating in the water. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, I better get off of here. I better get some rest. I've got a pretty decent drive tomorrow and I'll update you and see what adventures I have and uh scary Gary. So <coughs> oh I'm I'm out. I'm out. Today is May 4th, 2019, and I'm back in the Gary Backwoods, and it's really flooded back here. The frogs are noisy as fuck, too. Uh, just had to wait for a Gary train to pass by. It's kind of amazing. You get back here, and it feels all nature, and then you hear the train. It's like, oh, that kind of ruins the moment. But my God, is it really flooded? I had to walk through uh, some creeks that are the road that goes back here not a creek but at one side of it wasn't as deep as the other the other side's really deep came in the backwoods here kind of like trying to find the spot where I was before however I can't get to it because it's all pretty much almost all underwater found a little spot here that's on a hill it's been kind of sitting here vibing so yesterday the uh, fourth no the third I got up at the customer. I got woken up by someone knocking on the door. He looked at me and just walked away. Like, okay. Maybe he was going to say something and changed his mind. I don't know. For a minute, I'm like, was I not supposed to be parked there? But uh, according to information that I had, that customer allowed overnight parking. I just uh, went back to sleep. I said, well, if they really need me for something, I'll knock again. Still had three hours left before I could get out of there. Nope, nobody bothered me. Woke up, went over, handed in uh, my signed bill of lading, and got the hell out of there as soon as I could because of how tight my my 70 was. My worst fear was getting stuck in Chicago traffic and not being able to make it to the terminal. The drive was a nice, beautiful drive. Um, half of it was kind of cloudy, then the sun kind of came out as I got closer to Chicago. And... Did hit a little bit of traffic on I-80 there. Just started to hit it at that hour. Was it about 3:30? Three? No, it was four. Just just barely hit it uh, right there at the uh, Illinois Indiana border. That was uh, eh, it was a little backed up. I spent about 
good 45 minutes in there, you know, to go the last, what was it, about five miles. Uh, but I made it. I made it with about an hour and a half left on the clock. I was able to get in there, do a drop and hook, get the paper. It was another secured one, so I had to secure the trailer. So it took a little bit longer than normal. Also got my next load, got it ready to go. So about end of the day with about an hour left to my 70, so it all, all kind of worked out. However, finally got to get a good look because I got the pre-plan for it while I was driving driving here. And then I looked at the pre-plan and I was like, oh, okay. Cool. Uh, this isn't delivered in, in Kentucky. About 180 miles from Fort Wayne. Because it's kind of funny because even though my 70 was up, they uh, did the routing to get me home. However, I had plenty of time on my normal daily clock. I still had five and a half hours. So if I just had time on my 70, I could have made it home and had a longer time home. It would have been a long weekend. would have got there Friday evening and wouldn't have to leave until 7 a.m. Monday morning. Yeah, it would have been a full two nights. would have been a normal weekend, you know, a normal weekend. Get home Friday night, leave Monday morning. Uh, and for how nice this weekend is, it's like, yeah, finally it's Saturday, it's not raining. I think this happened last time I got stuck here in Gary. Yeah, it's a beautiful weekend. It's cool, but... Nice nonetheless, so I guess camping's not happened. However, because of the timing on this, I'll be able to leave here. My 34 will be up here at about 5 in the morning. Uh, Saturday, sun, yeah, Sunday. So I'll be able to get out of here at about 5 in the morning. And with the hour change, get to Fort Wayne about, about 10 a.m. So um, it's not too bad. I mean, it's... Sometime there, I get about ten hours before I have to go to go to sleep. You know, get my eight hours and get back to the truck at, at about get there about seven and get get on the get on the road. I was Kentucky, so I mean, I get a little home time, so I get tomorrow afternoon have a barbecue, maybe a couple brewskis, barley pops, and enjoy a little time with the wife and the dog. Uh, the Montana tax, I gotta take care of some some things on that. They sent us a letter, so I gotta. They just want some proof of identification that we live here. So they want it like a letter and our IDs. And I just have to email it to them, but half the documents I have. She has the other half of the documents. So it's like, yeah, get that test done. I think I mentioned that already. I think I've mentioned that already. kind of hard to know what I've said on here sometimes, so I'll probably repeat myself from time to time. Get that chore done tomorrow. Uh, so not a full weekend like I could have had. It was kind of already set but at least at least I get some right at least I get some better than nothing so today the on the fourth here woke up took me a shower did my laundry took a courtesy car I learned if you go to the uh, forget Walmart just a few blocks away from here on the same street that the terminal is on is a save a lot I went over there so I'll try it out I mean, it's a little little save a lot, not much in there, but it was there was enough to get all my uh, weekly food supplies, so I was happy about that. And I was practically almost dead in there, so I didn't have to wait in a line or fight people to get my food. I even bought my steaks, and I'm going to barbecue tomorrow, so I don't have to run to the store. Pretty much have the wife come pick me up when I get to the truck stop. Enjoy some a little bit of at-home time. 
Yeah. And it's already what? About 6.30. Yeah, 6.30. 5.30 here time, but I'm, I'm on my own home time right now, so I can kind of gauge it at that. And... Yeah, so a little disappointed, but at least it wasn't a total disappointment. At least with this next trip, you know. At least I get one night with the wife instead of two. I would have had two. Yeah. A little over, what, 49 hours or so? If I would have made it, my 70 would have screwed me. But I was talking to another guy while I was trying to get a cruise car. I was waiting in there, kind of waiting in the line. One of the guys... That was in there. I was talking to him, and he says, yeah, the planners sometimes don't look at that 70-hour clock and not paying attention to it. And I'm like, yeah, they obviously didn't because I barely barely had enough time. I was worried to get the load up here to Gary. But I did. Everything was okay. Because I wanted to get here as soon as possible so I could get that 34 started, so get me an extra home time. But if I didn't have to deal with the secure load, I would have had an extra 30 minutes. I could have been out of here at 4.30 in the morning. Oh, well. It is what it is, I guess. Half tempted to, uh, if, this, if this becomes a thing. So far, it's like, oh, it's happened once a month now. If this becomes a thing, is uh, take a rental car back to Fort Wayne, grab my van, and bring that back here. That way, get stuck at Gary again. I can just drive home. Uh, just drive the rest of the way home. But who knows? Who knows? You know, I could get stuck on my 34. Who knows where. Just happened to be here. Yeah. So all the chores are done. I'm ready to go. I'm just, now that all the chores are done, I just decided to come for a walk in the the Gary Woods to kind of rest my mind. And then do a little podcasting back here. It's kind of peaceful. A little nature-y. Besides the occasional Gary train. And, uh, finish this up. I'll probably go back to the truck, play a little Nintendo Switch for to kill some time for the rest of the evening. And then once my clock says I got about eight hours left of my 34, get some sleep so that way I can get out of here in the morning. As soon as that clock switches over and I got time, I'm 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 out. I am out. And it should be pretty easy traffic tomorrow. It's Sunday morning um, on US 30, and hopefully. Everyone's at church, and it should be a pretty easy drive. Low traffic. Never done it on a Sunday morning, but we'll find out. We'll find out. I'm still a little under the weather. Probably shouldn't be out here because it's cold, but I just needed to get out of the truck, go for a walk. And uh, maybe get some more vitamins when I'm at home because my wife's got some there. Keep the vitamin flow high. Uh, maybe after I have some brewskis, I'll feel some. Uh, it'll make me feel better. Uh, oh, people are commenting on the Facebook group. You know, gotta, I gotta, still got to come up with. A, I already know what my clickbaity title on this one's gonna be, since the drunk driver was the highlight. Drunk driving. Click on this. And I still got to make a. I should make a video on my YouTube channel. Let people know I'm over here. Maybe get some more. Or Listens, not views, listens. Listen to me. <laughs> oh, different different world over here. I'm, I'm doing really good on Anchor. Um, I've shot over the 200 play mark on here and made a milestone, so keep it keep it going. 
I'm gonna make this thing a hit of me playing. I'm, I thought of Tim maybe playing with the format a little bit. I'm working on planning, you know, something a little bit different and have a little bit more segmenty. But I just don't know what the other segments would be. I've got to play with some ideas in my head because I'd like to have like my little journal segment, all as one segment, and then my I maybe have like two other segments or three or four. I don't know. I'm playing with it in my head. I work with it, but right now this is the way it is. That's the way I'm going to do with it until things get a little, a little better. Anyways, I'm going to try to get out of these lost woods, lost woods, flooded woods, and head back to the truck. Relax, because you know I'm not a hundred percent, but I am feeling better. I am feeling better. Then uh, get me some dinner, just chill the rest of the evening off in the truck. And then I'll check in with you tomorrow. My home time, and then I gotta get this uh, posted up on there for the rest of you to hear. I think this one's gonna be the longest one yet. I keep saying that every 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 episode. They just keep getting longer and longer and longer. Yeah. So if you're another truck driver, it'll give you something to listen to. Me babbling while in the woods and bitching about not getting home. Yeah. So I'm gonna end this here, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Peace. So, how was that home time? <laughs> well, <clears throat> got into town. My wife brought me home, barbecued some steaks, and had some beers, and watched some TV. Uh, most of the time we just sat outside because it was so beautiful out. Just oh, couldn't resist. Put the awning out on the RV. Had some drinks outside. We chilled outside. Barbecued outside. And then when the sun went down, we, we went together and uh, watched uh, watched Charmed on the CW. Yeah, I like that show. I mean, even the the reboot. It's okay. It's it's okay. It's, you know, nothing's like the original. You know how that is. But it was fun to watch. It was a good little simple, quick little home time. Yeah, that's all that happened. It was just good to see the wife and the dog, although it was just too short. Just too dang short. It wasn't long enough, you know? Just like you just start to get comfortable in a minute. Gotta get up at 7 in the morning, hon. Gotta get me out of here. Okay. Bye. So, yeah, short little home time. A little bit of barbecue steak and some corn and some beer and some sunshine. Finally, finally some sunshine. Petting the dog, watching the dog go over to the barbecue. Mmm, yeah. <laughs> so that's that. That's the end of this week's episode. Um, I hope you enjoyed. Remember to uh, comment. Uh, I guess if there's a way to comment on whatever platform you're listening to this, but make sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app of choice. I'm on Anchor. Go ahead, send me a voice message if you want to, and I'll go ahead and play it on the show. Or just give me feedback somewhere. I don't know. Because I think you can do text messages too. So that would work as well. So until next week, this is Anthony from Mathware. And from this time and every time on, folks, keep on clicking. It's Anthony from Mathware, signing off. <laughs>